Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dory Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. Nope, nope. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about syrups. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. But please do remember that we are not experts. We are podcast hosts. And so we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mention on 
every show. You can follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and you can join the Forever35 Facebook group where the password to get in is Serums. And we also have a bi-monthly newsletter, which you can sign up for at Forever35Podcast.com slash newsletter. Indeed. So we had the privilege of interviewing an a upcoming guest yesterday who we're not going to reveal because then it wouldn't be exciting when we reveal that they're on the show it's when the true. episode comes out. But you had a bit of an epiphany and I, this is our first time talking about it. And I really want to hear what struck you. Okay. So it's a little tricky to talk about because I don't want to give away who the guest was or like too much about what we talked about. The guest is not like Michelle Obama or, or Oprah. Or Oprah. <laughs> no, I just mean like I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to give no, too much. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. Um, but anyway, this guest was talking about how she plans her days, weeks, months, and how she commits to things, and how she only commits to things that she really wants to do, and she never. She never backs out of and she says she never backs out of anything or cancels anything because she because she only says yes to what she wants to do. So, you know, she'll she'll say no to something if she's not like 100 percent on it. And and she also said that she keeps like a printout of the next two months of her calendar, like by her side at all times, like she showed it to us and that before she commits to anything, she like looks over her next two months to see what else she has coming up. And I didn't realize that it had really, that I was like really kind of taken with it until mm. kind of like late last night when there's some, there's like a work thing that someone has asked me to do and I'm kind of torn. Like I kind of want to do it. But I also am kind of like, mm, that's going to be a lot of work. Mm. And like, the pay is not that good. I'll probably enjoy it. Okay. But it's like, I'm kind of weighing these things. And then I'm also thinking about like, what else do I want to do this fall? Like, what else is on my plate? Um. And so I started thinking about this guest and how she kind of evaluates things. And I was like, huh, Mm. that's interesting. Yeah. And, you know, I do have this planner that I've talked about that has a four month, like, has these pages where you're, where you can put in like your next four months. This is your moleskin. This is my moleskin. Question. What did we decide it's called the Pro Planner? <laughs> I got I the name remember. wrong. Yes, Pro Project Planner. That's what it's called. So wait, can I ask a question about this? Yes. When you the four month calendar in your planner, is it on one whole page or is it like across th- two or three pages? Because I need like a one pager. Um, it's on. So. You could just have it on one. Yeah, it's on one page. Every four months is on is on Ooh, a spread. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. Okay, Doria's showing me yeah. the planner. I was like, wait, there's three of them. Then I was like, oh, yeah, there's three four-month <laughs> blocks months. in a yep, year. There yeah. we go. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, so I actually, I like that. So maybe I will 
kind of fill that out today and, and see what I have going on over the next four months. And also like, look at my Google calendar and I don't know. It's, well, interesting. it's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's also so interesting. One thing I'm so intrigued about by you, and this is centering me a little bit, but as a people pleaser, I like have a really hard time saying no. And you, I don't think do, but with, I think with work stuff, you're, you do take on a lot. You do feel really they're inclined to say yes to things. I think, am I, diag- am I armchair diagnosing you incorrectly here? No, there's just read something about like saying, Oh, I remember what it was. It was, I think it was a Nedra Tawab thing who people have asked us to get her on the show. We would love to get her on the show. We are trying. She is, she is also like a dream guest. She had a post called How to Quit Once You've Already Committed. How to- oh, I saw this. I saw I this. Reposted I reposted it in my that's stories. That's where I saw it. I saw it in your stories. Yeah. So she has all these all these scripts. I'm long on tasks and short on time. I need to revisit this in a few months. Is like one of the things you can say. I'm no longer available. This is a good one too. I know I said yes, but I hadn't considered the other things I have going on. I can't add anything else. I want to do my best work and I won't be able to at this time. I need to step back. I'm overextended. I won't be able to do it anymore. So, you know, our guest who we interviewed yesterday I feel like is now sort of past this in the sense that like she anticipates these things and is able to say like, I'm going to be overextended if I take this on. I'm like not quite there. Um, But yeah, I do tend to say yes to work stuff. And I think that's like a, that's like a vestige of being freelance Mm -hmm. and like, you know, you just worry that you're never going to work again. Yep. Totally. Which I think is ultimately un- like not true in my case, but like it's really hard to let go of yeah. that scarcity mindset. Uh, it most certainly in all aspects of things. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. So I think that's partly why I tend to overcommit when it comes to work stuff. Well, I can't wait to hear what you decide about this particular opportunity if you decide Thank to do you. it or not. I will keep everyone posted. Yeah, please do. And let me know if you if you fill out. I would love to see what it looks like when you fill out the four months. Because I never think to look that far ahead. I do like a month. I'll look at like my calendar monthly. But four months, I actually think. Because what does that take us into? We're in the middle of August. November? December? Mm-hmm. My God, the year's almost over, Dory. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like. Some I've I've seen people posting on social media about like 2022 is only four months away. I know <laughs> I've like, seen that also. Wait, what? And I've received some PR emails about Christmas gifts. Well, Kate, I mean, your book is coming out in March 2022, and like we're we're already in the thick of pre-order season. That we are, Dory. That that's gonna all. It's all gonna happen so fast. I it's it's. Yeah. I mean, 2022 is gonna be here before we know it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm already having anxiety. Like the, the meme that's going around is like, haven't even like basically like me processing 2020. And then it's like 2022 was four months away. And that really resonates with me. And I related a lot to like my mom, you know, 
got cancer and died really quickly. It was like nine months from diagnosis to death. And she was dead. And I was like still processing the fact that she even like was diagnosed with cancer. And I feel like that's what this is like, where it's like, wait, it's 2022. Like I'm still figuring out March 2020 and how I'm dealing with it emotionally. Totally. Freaking A, baby. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard processing this stuff as time ticks by. It's, it's, but I think I take comfort in the fact that I know inherently that we're not alone in that. I think everybody's doing that. I hope. I think so too. I think so too. Um, Kate. Yes, story. I want to hear about your hike. Okay. So if you've tuned into previous episodes of this show, I have talked about how I'm really consciously trying to get outside more and kind of get back into the outdoors and with kind of an end goal of maybe doing a backpacking trip. Um, But what I tend to do is like, I tend to skip the middle of things and just go right to the end result. And so I'm like, I, I, I'm the kind of person who's like, Oh, I want to go. I want to hike. Okay. I'm going to go buy all this stuff. And then tomorrow I'm setting out for a week in the Sierra Nevadas but I'm like physically and mentally completely unprepared. Like I I just get excited about the final thing. Yes, yes, yes. And so what I'm trying to do is like actually take advantage of the outdoors that are available to us here where we live in California, because there's so many ways to get outside here. Now it is very hot because it's summer, but um, you know, my children have been with their grandparents. And so Anthony, my husband and I were like, let's go on a hike that they would never want to do because we will go on hikes as a family and they do not like it and they complain and then we get annoyed and then everybody's Mm -hmm. like huffing and ultimately they are rewarding experiences, but we wanted to push ourselves as two adults without children. So we went on a six mile hike this weekend in kind of outside of Malibu in the Santa Monica mountains and it definitely like checked off my recent intention of going outside. But it was very hard. <laughs> like it was I it was there was a moment where I was like, what why did I what did I think this was? Like why am I not just going for a walk on a bike path? Why am I in these <laughs> mountains? Also, like we are still wearing sneakers oh hiking. Like I need to take my gear up a notch. But it was very, it got really hot very, even though we started early, we were above the cloud cover. And so it got pretty hot fast. Um, but we'd made it. And then after we went to, uh, Broad Street Oyster Company in Malibu, highly recommend if you want a really good lobster roll. And we had a big lunch and it was really fun, you know, drove, drove down the one and had a nice little day for ourselves, but it felt really good to move. But I also was reminded, like, it is really, hiking is really hard and there's plenty of challenging, hikes like you know within an hour of where we live so i am going to invest in some hiking boots a camelback like water bottle backpack so i'm not packing like 50 giant water bottles that i then like shove into a backpack and then i'm going to also maybe get hiking poles sticks walking sticks i'm gonna upgrade my look dory i'm gonna upgrade my my prods my my outdoor prods your outdoor prods. Hiking sticks are the new serums here in my life. Have you joined Forever 35 Outdoors yet? I did. I'm in it. I'm so excited. And? I've just been perusing. Okay. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, 
coming too hot. But I'm, I am like, I, I really would like to go to Yosemite one day. I've never been to Yosemite. And like, there is a lot of outdoor stuff that I want to really take advantage of. I feel like time's just ticking and I'm not, you know, like, and also, you know, the world is burning. And so in addition to wanting to save it, I want to like appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So I would, I look forward to hearing from more hikers. I did tell Dory this already, but as Anthony and I were like huffing our way to the end line of this hike, two like younger folks passed us in the like burning 1030 a.m. sunshine. And they were hiking in like vans with two giant cans of Corona. Like, you know, those like big ass beers. I do. They had big beers and that was what they were bringing. And I mean, while we were both like so dehydrated after drinking like 60 ounces of water on the hike and they were, they were going to drink beers. So, you know, everybody does things differently. It was a real, real exciting to witness that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, um, we're going to take a break and come back and talk about lots of fun body related questions. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman 
and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay. Hello. Hello. Here's a very, here's a three sentence text message that we received. But what about ear care? Question mark, question mark. How do you care for your ears? Do you care for your ears? Mm. Oh, Ooh, are we going to get into the controversial territory of the Q-tip? <laughs> Also known as the generic cotton swab. Yeah, where where do you stand on generic cotton swabs? Oh no, you have to use Q-tip brand. <laughs> generic cotton swab. Like I am, I'm all for buying generic on many and most things, but Q, you have to go Q-tip or nothing. It's there's a noticeable difference, and it drives me nuts when my husband does not buy Q-tip brand. He buys generic. I feel very strong generic? about generic. Yes. Yes. Wow. But I will then go to Costco and buy, you know, an 800 pack of Q-tips and just replace what he buy. There I mean, are you with me on this? I this is I'm a soapboxer on this I'm one. I'm with you. I'm surprised that he buys generic Q-tips. It's interesting. So, look, I think we all know by now that we are not supposed to shove Q-tips in our ears and move them around and get the wax out that way. But I don't follow that rule. Okay. Do you? Like, I still Q-tip my ears, and I love how it feels, and I obviously don't go too deep, but I love a Q-tip in my ear. And, like, I just, I've kind of had to just accept that, like, I'm going to break the rules on this one. I do Q-tip my ears. I try to do it as infrequently as possible, Mm -hmm. and I do not go very deep. I really go, like, surface level. So what about other ear care? Because I think this listener raises an interesting point because, I mean, for me, it's two things that I've noticed recently. Like one, my I know you don't have your ears pierced, Dory, or you you have and it didn't go well. Mm-hmm. My I have like eight holes total and some of mine will still get kind of infected. So I do try to like remove the earring, clean them, et cetera. But the other thing I'm thinking about is protecting our ears from from noise, and earplugs um, and mm-hmm. making sure, you know, like checking how loud our headphones are, because I do think that is a big part of ear care that mm-hmm. is less talked about. So yeah, that's true. I am a big fan of an earplug. I'm a big fan of not wearing your, you know, being cautious with the in-ear headphones and not blasting your music too loud. And I also wear earphones at concerts. You wear earphones or not earphones? Plugs? I wear earplugs. I wear yeah, earplugs. Yeah, yeah. I always bring oh, earplugs to concerts. Those are my thoughts on on what I do for my ears. Do you have anything else that you do? I don't really. I try to keep them clean, but like, oh, you know what? I will say, and I don't always do this, but I try to remember to do it, 
is putting sunscreen on my ears. Mm, they can I feel get like people, burned. Yeah, I feel like people often forget to put sunscreen on ears, including myself. And um, I do try to remember to do that. All right, should we play this next voicemail? Yes. Hey, Kate and Dory. This is Caitlin calling from Canada. First time calling. Love the show. Um, I feel like I'm having a skincare existential crisis. Uh, so I bought a little um, a little sample size of the Shani Darden Retinol, which I saw on the list of Dory's favorite products that I got when I bought the book, which is so good, Dory. Your book is so good. And I'm using it, and I'm using it here and there. I'm suddenly realizing, is it working? I don't know. And then I thought, how do I know if it's working? What is retinol even supposed to do? And I Googled it, and I still don't understand. So I guess my question is, what does it do? And how do I know? But then that got me spiraling. What do any of these things do? I feel like I use so many products, and I can usually tell if they're making my skin worse. But maybe I don't know how to tell if they're making my skin better. I don't know. I'm 46 years old. I have so many products. And now I don't know. Should I just throw them away and just use plain water? I have no idea if any of these products are doing anything to my skin. Can you help me? Thanks. Love the podcast. (sighs) I have thoughts. Yes, let's hear them. So here's what I did. I reached for Caroline Hiron's book, Skincare. I think her book is like the most helpful, straightforward tome for questions like these. She breaks down all this stuff in like very clear language to understand. Because in my brain, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what retinol does. It just makes everything better. So retinol is just a form of vitamin A. So I think that's like very, that's for me, I always have to remind myself of that. Like I always kind of forget, but anything that is in the retinoid family is essentially derivative of vitamin A. And it's my understanding, and I have come to this understanding by reading Caroline's book. So I just want to make clear that I am footnoting my research, is that retinol is going to resurface your skin. It's going to promote collagen production in your skin. It's going to help reduce fine lines. And it's often associated with anti-aging products, but I try to avoid using that term. But if that's something that you're that resonates with you, that's kind of where it lands. It also can help with acne, which I've never used it for. I have been using retinol consistently for about a year. I don't personally feel like I've noticed massive improvements in my skin, but I also have kind of worked on getting over the expectation that I'm going to use a product and all of a sudden like I'm going to be lit up like the moon. Like I think I think I'm, I more think about using something like retinol as an investment in my long-term skincare, skin health. Um, so that is what it does. I think you will notice some improvement over time. It also depends on the percentage or the amount of um, retinol that you're using. Like I use a 0.5%, but I started very low with a 0.3. And the brand I use is SkinCeuticals. So that's my spiel on retinol. And again, I got it. This book is fantastic. If you don't own it um, or want to, you know, you can get out the library, I'm sure. Dory, thoughts on retinol, especially as a Shani Darden retinol reform user? Retinol reform? That's what it's called? Yeah. So I love Shani Darden retinol reform. I've also recently started using um, a product from one of our advertisers, Apostrophe, um, which is just prescription trentinoin and niacinamide. So kind of just like straight up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's a 0.1% Trentinoin. 
um, yeah, I think it helps with like skin turnover and, but I agree it has to be like, you have to be really consistent with it and it's kind of a long-term thing. Yeah. And I also think with retinol, you want to start slowly. I started like just once a week with a very low dose and then I upped it to like twice a week and then every other day because your skin can kind of get dry and flaky from it and you're like, oh no, what's happening? Um, so I would like go slow uh, with a, with introducing right, it. Right, because you also, you had that bad experience with um, the French pharmacies. So. Well, I was going to give that another try because I actually think that was my fault. You want to put a retinol product on dry skin. And I think I didn't wait long enough until my skin was really fully dry before putting it on. And I think I gave myself the reaction by being impatient. So I may try that product again and do a better job of being patient. I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right. The best email of all time has arrived. No disrespect to the other emails that have come before it, but <laughs> you know, I'll read this because I do feel like you know, I get a shout out in it. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm not exactly sure if this falls into the self care realm, but it would give Kate another reason to talk about butts. I'm curious to know if anyone else's relationship to farting has changed during the pandemic. In the before times when I worked around other people, I tried to hold back my farts or separate myself from the group when I needed to fart, lest they be too disruptive, loud, or stinky. Since working from home, i.e. alone in my home office with only my husband around and even he's on another floor, I've really come to enjoy farting as frequently and loudly as I please. I just put Zoom on mute and I have at it. Sometimes I would have a contest with myself to see just how loud it could be. Perhaps I'm simply desperate for some form of entertainment, but it feels really good to let him rip at will. Has anyone else done this? Am I the lone freak out here? Do we think that there might be a change in farting etiquette after we are allowed back to offices? Note, I'm not sure I would want there to be, just curious to hear what other people think. Thanks in advance for any thoughts about farts you might want to share. (laughs) I mean, I mean, where do we begin? Where do we begin? I mean, I would say, first of all, I would just be cautious about the Zoom mute farts because I do feel like there's going to be, I mean, unless you don't care people hear you fart, there's going to be one time where you just forget to mute. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point, Kate. Which again, a really good point. You might be fine with that. Look, my family is a very fart um, forward family. We fart in front of each other. Fart forward. <laughs> we laugh at each other's farts. Like I also get really annoyed and I find them disgusting, but I would be lying to say if I didn't just fart in front of my family. So now in a work environment, I'm much more I, like, no, I wouldn't fart in front of my colleagues. I'm too self-conscious. Like I'm all for fart yeah. acceptance, but I, 
I feel like there is an etiquette line here that we want to just like keep the farts either to the bathroom or like if you have your own office, shut the door, let the farts in, out, and then, you know, spray some room freshener. So such a, such a great question. <laughs> uh, you haven't revealed your feeling on fart story. You, do you oh, feel I'm pro-fart. S- oh, okay, okay. I mean, do you enjoy farting? Like, do you let them? To me, it sounds like this person's just letting loose a little bit. And all the like weird social boundaries that we've been, we're stuck to or let go of when we, some of us got to work from home and you were just, you're just enjoying the feeling of not having those structures. Totally. Which is great. Yeah. Enjoy those feelings. You're not a freak. No. Farting is funny and it's fun. Like Fart farts, away, everyone. farts are hilarious. Like farts are funny. They're insane. Air comes out of your butt and it makes a noise and sometimes it smells bad. Like it's wild and it makes a different noise every time. In case you didn't know what what farts were. Yes, thank you, Kate. <laughs> uh, anyway, talk to us about. Your fart thoughts. I want to have a whole... Or don't. You know what? If this is too much fart talk for you, I understand. For me? No, just for the general audience. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Got it. All right. Dory, let's take another break. Let's do it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles... Our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. 
After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. All right. We are back with an email. Um, I will read it. Hi, Kendor. The TLDR version is I'm finally ready to admit to friends and family that life is hard and I've faced some challenges. How do I tell them and more importantly, protect my mental health? The longer version is this five years ago. Excuse me. In the span of two weeks, I got married, moved cross country. I've never lived outside of Northern California, became a stepmom and started working remotely. I've always thought of myself as easily adaptable and ready for any challenge and to place myself in new experiences. But wow, has life been challenging. Stepmomhood is hard, especially the last one and a half years. Their mother barely acknowledges my existence. Making friends as an adult is hard, especially when you're not going into an office. And we've been trying for a baby for four years, IVF, three miscarriages. And I'm really just kind of miserable as I'm trying to figure out what comes next in my life. Throughout all this, I've mostly kept things light with friends and family, or in the case of some friendships, stopped communicating altogether. By nature, I'm very much out of sight, out of mind, which is not conducive to maintaining long-distance friendships. I know my friends and family care about and support me, but I haven't wanted to get too heavy over text or for a short two-hour visit over the years. Worth noting that I have a few BFFs who get into the weeds with me. I'm traveling back to California soon and have so much anxiety over traveling during COVID, but I need to put that to the side. And I'm ready to see everyone and be extremely frank and honest about how hard life has been. I'm pretty good or bad at word vomiting right upon seeing someone, but how do I preserve my mental health if I'm looking to have the same conversation 10-ish times over a week and a half? It feels overwhelming and I just want to stay mum. Thank you for being a bright spot in my week and my ears. So you've been through a lot. You have this, you've, you've had this sort of, uh, attitude or, you know, outlook that you've, you've, you've kept things sunny as you, as you, I think, as you put it, um, you've kept things light, you've kept things light with friends and family. And I guess, and now, but now you're ready to just kind of like unburden yourself I guess I would start by asking yourself, like, what you want from these interactions. Like, what are you hoping to get back from your friends and family? Because I, I can't tell. I can't tell if, like, you, you want kind of reassurance or you just want them to know. Um, because I worry that you're going to take on their reactions. Hmm. And I think, I think just going into it kind of neutrally, like just saying, I'm doing this for me. I just want them to know. I think that's like a kind of a better way to go into it. Am I making any sense? Yeah, I, you are. Because like, I think what you're saying is set a boundary for yourself about like how you're going to talk about it and what you're going to get into and what language you're going to use. Because it seems like, like, what are you going to, how are you going to present it? Give yourself some tools going into the situation. Cause you say you're really good at word vomiting. And I think sometimes when we're like, Hey, stuff has been really bad. Then people are like, what's going on? Tell me everything. And so, and then you expend a lot of energy and then it's very draining. And so maybe, maybe 
if I hear you correctly, Dory, you're saying have a strategy. How are you going to phrase it? How, what's, how do you want the conversation to go? And how, how are you going to make sure the conversation ends? Like you get to be. You're so, you're so good at being much more articulate than I am about. (laughs) Well, I just listened to what you said and then I just reframed it. But is, but that, is that what, is that kind of where you're landing? Yes. Yes. And yeah, that is where I'm landing. And I think kind of separate from that, you know, and I know we, we say this all the time, but I, I hope that you can find a therapist if you're not in therapy already Mm. to kind of help yourself unpack a lot of these feelings and a lot of the struggles you've been having. And also maybe why you haven't until now felt comfortable sharing this with your friends and family. Mm, Good point, Dory. You know, I think some people have this feeling of like, they don't want to be a burden, but I think, you know, it's the nature of a friendship to like reciprocate and you, and you say that you have a few BFFs who get into the weeds with you. So, you know, what is it about unburdening yourself what has it been in the past about unburdening yourself that has felt maybe scary or, or overwhelming? So I think that's also worth unpacking. Yeah. The other thing that kind of struck me and that I was not confused, but like kind of held me up in this message is that they say, I'm ready to see everyone and be extremely frank and honest about how hard life has been exclamation point. But then they say later, it feels overwhelming and I just want to stay mom. So I can't tell if you want I, I think what I'm hearing is that you want to do it, but you want to do it on your terms and in a way that doesn't overwhelm. But I also get the feeling that you want the um, acknowledgement. Like you want, you want to finally have this part of your life be seen and yeah. acknowledged. And so um, I think that's really powerful that you got to this place, but also another thing to just be, no, not not be aware of going into something like this is like you may not get the reactions you want, and that doesn't mean that what you've experienced is not um, hard or challenging, right? Like when you start, we start sharing our truths with people. Sometimes they don't always give it the validation that we're seeking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was kind of what I was trying to get at at the beginning. Like, oh, sorry, I missed. No, that. no. You again. You articulated it much better than I did. Stop. Um. Because, yeah, what are you seeking from them? Are you seeking validation or, you know, you just want them to kind of know? And the other thing I would say, you know, that you that you mention here is um, have the same conversation 10-ish times over a week and a half. I would argue you don't need to. Like, if you don't feel like having this conversation multiple yeah. times, you don't have to. Totally. Like, it, it almost seems like you're, you're like, you're almost dreading this visit because you've set yourself up for these kind of like very intense conversations. Um, and I think that Kate is right that having sort of a strategy going into these will, will kind of make them feel not quite so high stakes. Mm. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. We'll be thinking of you. (sighs) We 
will, we will. We're going to end with a, a person looking for, how am I going to put this? We're going to end with um, a listener calling in from, as Dory likes to say, across the pond. This is a big pond. I think across the pond, isn't across the pond generally only used to refer to the, <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Okay, this listener's calling in. Let's just say it from New Zealand, and they want to know where their fellow Kiwi listeners are at. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Kia ora, hello, Kate and Dory. This is Adeline speaking from Aotearoa, New Zealand. One of my intentions this week was to give you a call, so here it is. I just wanted to ring and say uh, thank you for the wonderful, supportive, inclusive community that you have created. And I really want to know, are there any other Kiwis out there listening to Forever 35 across the globe? I would love to hear from you. I've had to join the Forever 35 Australian group, which is not ideal. I'm sure you've heard about the uh, competitiveness between Australia and New Zealand, but I'm half Australian, so it's okay. So I'd love to hear from any other Kiwis out there. Thanks. Matewa. All right. Kiwis. As we would say on Excellent Adventure, the Kiwi signal has gone out. Oh, I would love. I mean, wouldn't you love to go to New Zealand? Have you ever been to New Zealand? I've not. No, I've not. I've never been to Australia. Me neither. Let's put that next on our list of trips that we're taking together. Okay. That sounds great. So if there are any other Kiwi listeners out there, ring. And also, hey, thanks for making us an intention, listener. That's so cool. I love it. Yeah. They made calling us their weekly intention. Yeah. All right. The Kiwi signal is out there. It's out there. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Thank you, Have a great day. Thank you, Dory. Cheers.